0: all right everybody thanks for waiting for us we had a little bit of technical difficulties but we resolved it we are back we are live uh, we hope you guys have stuck around long enough to uh, bear with us, because we have the one and the only Carl White in the house with us today. Carl, how are you?
1: I'm doing, I'm doing good, brother. It's just another beautiful day in paradise down here in the Clearwater Beach area, which is uh, where my uh, mine and the lovely Mrs. White's humble adobe is. So uh, good to see you, man. It's not, it's not near as nice as the D.C. area that you live in, but my gosh, it's a close second.
0: I uh I actually would prefer Clearwater right now. There's that what's that what's that popular uh, uh, grouper sandwich place you guys got down there?
1: Oh uh, right? um, I,
0: I I was down there I can't, about a I can't couple think years. It, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's like the this famous Frenchies. grouper sandwich. There you French go, Frenchies, Frenchies, right? French. And then he also had with uh, French fries, crab meat dipped into into the into the French fries, which is like, are you kidding me? Like yeah. are you like this is laugh, lend, and eat, Carl. So I mean, you know. <laughs> so, so well, even
1: better, even better. For the first time, I had octopus, and and it's not. It's like when they bring it out, it doesn't look like little cut pieces of meat. It's it's like an octopus. <laughs> like 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 I, like I should you. be seeing this at the at the uh, marina, you know, yeah. kind of, or or the aquarium. It's a, and it was like oh man, you know I. uh But I tell you what, it was. uh it, it, it was tasty. It was tasty, but I'm I'm a I'm a new vegetarian man. Are you really? I am. Wow. Mm-hmm. I re- no no I, kidding. I am. I went. I went, I went vegetarian. I went. I came to the dark side.
0: Now listen, vegetarian, vegan, plant based. Now which one are you like? Vegetarian? You'll eat cheese and you. I'm be hardcore.
1: There? Hardcore. No eggs. No that cheese. Thing. No milk products. Hardcore.
0: All right. So that's plant based, vegan.
1: Yeah. Now,
0: yeah, now I, you. Yeah. to give away your leather belts, leather shoes.
1: I, I, I don't do, no, I still have, I still, and I still ride a Harley Davidson that's got leather seats, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, uh, and, and I don't do anything halfway, man. I'm, I'm an all or nothing kind of guy, which, yeah. which you know, Fabi, that, that, that's a blessing and a curse. You know, it's a it blessing is. and a curse, but I, I don't do anything just a little bit. Yeah.
0: I did vegan for a year and a half, and I will tell yeah. you that the inflammation in my body literally went away. Wow, and the only thing that 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 put me back on like a, I do like a pescatarian type diet diet nowadays, but where yeah. it's I was I was having memory loss because I just wasn't eating enough calories. My doctor was saying, mm. and so unfortunately, hey, listen, we've turned Laughlin and eat into a nutritional. And family.
1: there you go. You never know what you're gonna get served on the plate. So uh hey, so there's oh, the lesson yeah. for today. Hey, it was <laughs> great being here. Thanks so much for having me on, and I'll uh we'll catch you all you guys next time.
0: Listen, you are the founder of Mortgage Marketing Animals, the Freedom Club. You are a branch manager of a highly successful branch. I mean, I've done some research on your all's numbers, it's pretty incredible what you guys are doing. You've also like gone out of your way to help mortgage loan officers. I mean, just when I see pictures of your sessions, there's like throngs and throngs of loan officers just like, you know what I mean? It's, it's monumental what you've accomplished, and the passion is still there. I, can, I know that because of my conversations with you in the past. How, I mean, I just got to ask, I mean, what, what, what precipitated all this? Like, what, what, what was that moment where you said, I want to do this, like you just said, all or nothing, you know what I mean? What, what was that moment?
1: You know, I'd love to tell you, I was inspired that I woke up one morning and I saw this ray of sunlight and it came through my window just so, and I had this bright light of inspiration. Uh, didn't work that way. It was desperation. And mm-hmm. uh, so it's for me, it started uh, uh, quite a few years ago, actually. And I was just in a job. It was a great job I right? was a very honorable profession, but I just hated it. Like absolutely hated mm-hmm. it. And I was driving home from work one day and I saw a buddy mine shop, didn't know what he did, but I knew him, saw his name, pulled in and said, Hey man, what what do you, what do you do? And he said, I'm I'm a mortgage broker. I said, what's that? He said, well, I I loan people money, you know, the buying houses. And I said, Oh, what? You got a bunch of money and, and you loan it out kind of thing. He said, no, no, no. I find banks that have money and I find borrowers who are looking to buy a house that need money. And I put the two together and I thought, man, that sounds like the easiest gig ever, (laughs) Right. And, uh, so I quit a six figure job. Everybody Whoa. thought I was crazy. Yeah. Everybody thought I was crazy and, uh, had a wife and three kids is counting on me to make it happen. And, uh, you know, I, i this saying that, uh, I don't do the best I can. I do what it takes, right. Cause if I say, Hey man, I'm doing the best I can, that, you know, that always sounds like the concession speech of the losing football team. We did the best mm. we could. And, and, and so, man, don't do the best you can do whatever, you know, legal, ethical, and moral, do the be- do whatever it takes. And, and that's it. So anyway, so it wasn't out of inspiration. It was out of desperation. And uh, I worked really well when I got a fire under my butt, uh, that, that yeah. seems to motivate me pretty well. So. You, know, it's um, interesting. Yeah. you, brought,
0: you bring up football and, and I love football. I, I love it to pieces. I, I mean, I have seasons where I you know, living in DC, by the way, obviously, you know, we're very excited that Dan Snyder sold the team. We could do an entire episode on that, right, quite honestly. Um, but um, to me, I was, I was telling my loan officers one time, imagine a football press conference post-game, right? Yeah. And the coach comes up and says, well, we didn't really have a game plan. We just kind of came out and we wanted to see what Green Bay Packers were going to do. And I was going to kind of move my defense accordingly. And I just never yeah. put a game plan together.
1: Yeah, we'll react nice. to what they're doing. We'll react yeah, how, to what they're how doing. How
0: long would a coach stay in the NFL if he gave that kind of press conference, right? Yeah,
1: not right. not, not, not very long. Yeah, not very so long. And, you know, it's really it, – I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: No, I just began to wonder how many loan officers walk in every single morning without a game plan.
1: Almost all. Just being honest, almost all. Yeah. Like, almost all. Um, and I think – I think – those of us have been doing this for a long time are just as guilty as those, Frank, I, you know, I've, I've seen an interesting thing happen here this year. Mm-hmm. So I've seen, I've seen like seasons loan officers that were closing say 10, 12, 10, 12, eight, you know, and some literally, literally a hundred, but say mm-hmm. 10, 12 loans per month, you know, that's kind of the, the typical doing okay, you know, kind of loan okay. officer. That, and then today, I see some of those that were closing 8, nine, twelve. Today, I see a lot of them closing like two, uh, you know, for the month, right? But here's a funny thing is I also see loan officers uh, that are been in the business for one year, and like there's a, a loan officer in Steve Kyle's branch, uh, been in the business, I think it's 14 months now, and mm-hmm. she closed nine loans last month brand new in the business. Right. Yeah. So, so how is it that these seasons pros that were closing nine are now closing two yet at the exact same period in time, you've got somebody brand new to the business that theoretically doesn't know up from down. And yet they have nine, cl- they're, they're spanking those that have been in business for a long time. What is and, the and difference
0: that? Is- I mean, to me, there's, there's a couple of things, but you, you, you're, you're intimately involved in that kind of stuff. So, I mean, what is the difference?
1: It's, you you know, what happened, man, is, is the last, not yet last year, but the, the, the two, three years prior to that, I think we were all busy patting ourselves on the back, telling telling ourselves how brilliant we were to be making so much money. (laughs) And while we're out fishing, fish are just jumping in the boat. That became our new normal. And, and as long as we were going downhill with a tailwind of 50 miles an hour blowing, we find we're, we're moving the bicycle along pretty good. What happens is when the tailwind stops and when it's not even going uphill, just flattened out, I think a lot of loan officers forgot how to pedal. Hmm. And, and, and so the season's pros, they forgot how to pedal and, and the new people coming in, they didn't experience that last two, three years where it was just, everybody was just blowing our, our biggest issue was we had so many leads coming in. We had so many referrals coming in. Our biggest issue was building a team fast enough. Right. And, and, uh,
0: do you think that passion, I mean, people have kind of like, you you brought the word passion earlier today. Do you think they, the, the season pros just kind of lost their passion? Like they, we made, they they made so much money. Like all of a sudden it was just like, I'll just sit this out until this turns around. Or I've heard a lot of guys say like, I'll be on vacation or I'm going to be doing this. I've, I had one loan officer. They started a totally different industry. Like, Bob, you know, I'm just going to go work over there until things figure out or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, well, here's, 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 here's the breaking news. Things have figured out and here we are. And if somebody's saying, Hey, I'm going to wait till the next time we have record breaking uh, production and then I'll get back in. Well, last time it took, Oh, I don't know, 80 years for that to happen. And so if they want to wait another, I I don't know, maybe it'll happen next year, maybe the year after, maybe 10, maybe 20, maybe 80. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But for me, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to look to see what we have now and I'm going to make now work Mm
0: -hmm. and I'm not
1: going to do the best I can. I'm going to do whatever it takes. As long as it's legal, ethical, and moral, I'm going to do whatever it takes. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm going to do it for me personally, I'm going to do it a 32 hour work week. Mm -hmm. And uh, we see people doing it, you know, all the time. Right. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and, and I, 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 we just have to remember what it feels like to pedal. that is like, Oh, come to find out when you have a seven, eight, I, I personally uh, brought in, uh, I think, what was it? Thirteen million two hundred thousand uh, dollars is what I brought in, you know, in a, in a 12 month period uh, 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 not, not in closing loans, but like income. Right. That's what I made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and, and that's a lot of money. Like a lot of money. Or, or you take somebody that's even doing $300,000, dollars $500,000. Brother, that's some serious jack. Like that's a lot Ooh. of cash. Like, right. like a neurosurgeon has to go to school for like 16 years to make that kind of money. Oh, by the way, they're on call 24-7 and working all the time. We can do that in a 32-hour work. week with a very simple activity. But the problem is we have to actually do that activity. And come to find out, we actually have to work. Good old-fashioned elbow grease that we can't just sit around and, uh, and, and, and react and wait till the phone rings. We have to. I heard, I heard uh, a, a good friend of mine, Paul Dolan, said something, I don't know, six months ago or so uh, that I loved. He said, Carl, I'm going to work this year how hard I should have had it needed to work the last few years to make the kind of money that I made. But I didn't have to work hard, so now I do.
0: Yeah, I looked at files one time, and I, and I was thinking how many hours does a loan officer actually spend on a file? like working hours like you meet with the borrower you know i don't know 45 minutes if they don't do it online right but if you actually meet yeah. with the borrower, right 45 yeah. minutes right yeah. kind of screening everything maybe now i don't know for, somewhere in there if you don't have an loa you kind of put things together if you have an loa you pass it off if you have a processor you pass it off you maybe handle some conditions i mean i and I don't know, and I hope people don't get mad at me for saying stuff like that, but I'm thinking no more than five really cumulative hours between the time that the file starts and the file ends is pretty... Yeah, if,
1: and, and I would argue if somebody's spending five hours are doing way too much of the activity, not near enough prospecting. Yeah, yeah.
0: Right, but I'm, yeah, I'm going to yeah. go ahead and... But start, we're on the same right? page.
1: Yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah.
0: And so if you made, let's just say $2,500 on that file. Yep. At five, five, five hours, I mean, it's $500 an hour. I mean, Jesus, that's, that's, that's attorney fees. That's pretty I mean, good, good money where I come that's from. That's a D.C. attorney.
1: Yeah. That's pretty good money. Yeah. I, you, you know what it is, man? I, I spent a lot of time thinking about this. I thought, what is it that holds mo- most loan officers back? What is it mm. that has most loan officers avoiding the very activity that they know that will bring in loans and spend 80% of their day chasing shiny whistles uh, to bring in new business is yeah. – if I if I spend all my time checking my emails, I can't fail at that, right? I, I'm not going to get a no by checking my emails, or or uh, gee, I need to go like everybody's, you know, post on whatever, and, sure. and I'm on I'm on the social networks, right? But you, you know, I'm not going to spend my day on there liking somebody's post on Instagram, right? Because that that doesn't bring in loans, right? Now we can use social media to bring in loans. But in my world, I wouldn't touch social media until I'm closing at least five loans a month, just for me personally. I'm not saying somebody else can't do that successfully. But in my world, I'm going to do the actual activity that brings loans in uh, because I'm willing to risk failing. I'm willing to risk it not working out. I'm, I'm willing to risk somebody saying no to me because the yeses are very, very lucrative and if I go in there and, and like people's posts, I can't fail at that. I can't fail at email. I can't fail at rearranging the file. I can't fail at uh, where does a stapler go on my desk, right? I can't fail at those things. So it's only, you know, I had somebody tell me something about probably 30 years ago that really changed my life. And it's a very simple thing. He said, Carl, risk looking stupid, risk mm-hmm. looking stupid. Yeah. And, and that was a game changer. Now, here's the thing. Like if you find out that I fail, like if I if I said, uh, "Hey brother, I um, I I I, uh, I tried to learn how to ride a unicycle, and man, it just <laughs> didn't work out for me." Like you in in loan officers' minds, it's like, well, if I call on somebody and they say no, for the next ten years, that person is thinking they're a loser, they're begging. Uh, like I can't wait to call on my friends and say that. You know, Carl wanted to meet me for coffee and he was trying to get me to refer to him, the nerve of that guy. I can't believe he did that. I can't wait to post on social media and I can't wait to go to the Realtors Association and make an announcement from the stage. Carl White called my office and wanted to do a co- like none of that happens. Right. But that's our fear, you know, and, and I, I just learned that people don't think about us near as much as we think they do. You know what I mean? Look,
0: you, you walked me into this and I, you know, I, I know I brought this up when we were on Ginger Bell's show together. But obviously, I got to bring this up because we're talking about fear, right? So yeah. we're, we are literally five days. I just looked it all up while, I was, while you were talking. Five days from the four-year anniversary that you changed my life around. So on April 25th, 2019, at the Namba in Atlanta, right? You literally said, fear is peeing in your pants. Mm-hmm. And courage is doing what you need to do with wet pants. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Bingo. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. think about this, Carl. I'm not joking with you. Mm-hmm. I tell you. If, if I hadn't heard you say those words that day, I mean, I put it in my phone mm-hmm. to this day, still in my phone, right? Mm-hmm. I would have done this podcast. I would have. I be, would brother. be doing half of the stuff that I did in the last four years if I didn't hear those those words.
1: Well, well, but but let me tell you something, my man. I'm gonna throw it right back at you. I've had. I mean, literally, probably at this point, probably literally a hundred thousand loan officers that I've given that exact same message to, and a small handful, of my brother, just like you, take take it and run with it. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you all the credit, man. It's not the uh, it's not the message; it's the action taken by the person receiving the message that makes it happen. And so well, you were really you were willing to risk, you know, quote, looking stupid. What if I do a podcast and nobody shows up and nobody yeah. listens and doesn't go anywhere? And you know what? If you did. So what? Like, exactly. hell, if nobody showed up, nobody, know it didn't work out. And like, who cares? Dude, I'll never. So my first, have you ever heard my, my first webinar story?
0: No, please.
1: So my first webinar. So this is back in 03, 04. So I was a very early adopter on the webinar scene. So my first webinar, I had a grand total of, guess how many people actually attended my first webinar?
0: I mean, if I had to guess, I'm going to say two or three. Yeah, zero. <laughs> was zero.
1: And so I learned from that and I got a big list and I emailed out to it. Uh, this is before Facebook. I emailed out to it and and with a very compelling message to attend my webinar. And I thought I got it this time. So I emailed out and sent them like reminders and all this stuff. So guess how many people showed up on the second one?
0: Oh man, I don't want to take a guess this time. Yeah. Give me the number. Zero. Give me the... oh, zero. Man, I don't want... want to
1: say. But you know what, brother? I did it anyway. I did it. I held the webinar. Nobody is on. And I went through my presentation anyway. So I thought, all right, I've done it twice. Nobody showed up. I literally called my mother and I said, Hey mom, I I think I'm onto something here. Uh, But you know, nobody's showing up yet. I'm still doing my presentation, but I want to see what it looks like when somebody's on, like what, like, I just like, what do they see on their screen? Does it, do I sound mm. okay? Does it look okay? Like what I said, would you mind, I'm going to send you an inv- invite along with these other people. Uh, do you mind signing in? So I at least have one. And, and my brother, Johnny uh, at the time was, uh, uh, was uh, had had gone through a divorce and, and went and stayed with her for about six months or so. And uh, she said, uh, absolutely. And I'll have Johnny and my brother, very techie. And Johnny can help me. I said, awesome. I got my mother who loves me. I got my brother that would literally take a bullet for me. At least mm-hmm. they'll be on. So I sent it out to all these people again. Guess how many showed up on the third one? Mm. Two. Zero. Zero. Hold on, hold on, Your mom didn't show up? <laughs> my mom and brother forgot and they didn't show up either. And I did it anyway. But you know what, brother? I'm so glad that happened. And I'm so glad that I persevered and did it anyway because now I've had Oh my gosh, I can't even, I have just so the, the massive of- amount, like a hundred thousand, you know, loan officers on my, on my, uh, on my webinars. And it's, uh, it's just risks looking stupid. And, you know, I think it was the fourth one that I finally had somebody show up and I think it was like four people and I wasn't like, Oh, I'm all embarrassed. It was only four. I was like, Hey, somebody's here. <laughs> right? yeah. I mean, this, this was exciting. <laughs> a, a good friend of mine, uh, John Hinks, uh, just held an event. And he said six people showed up, and he was expecting fifty. Six wow. people showed up, and you know what? He did a fantastic presentation for those six people, and four of the six went ahead and moved forward. And yeah. and and uh, he uh, he lives up in Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, he just flew down here to to Clearwater Beach to hang out with me to share his moment of of uh, his win. That hey, six people showed up, and four. Ended up moving forward, you know, with my call to action to do what I was going to do. And it's just, you know, it's just going through the steps, doing it anyway. Nobody's thinking about you. Nobody thinks you look silly. They're People don't think about you as near as much as you think they do. They're too worried about what you think of them. So and so a, just do it.
0: Here's a question. No, no, it's okay. Jeff Lobb was on here recently. He's another coach in, in, on the real estate side, not the mortgage side. I asked him this question, and I think you're you're just as qualified, if not more, you I know, mean to answer this question. Why don't people execute? I know we we've defined the fo- power of failure, right? Because people are f- afraid to fail, right? If there was nothing to be afraid of, what what holds people back from executing? Like I loved your video, by the way, the other day I was looking at it. You had the one bit one page business plan. It was beautiful, yeah. right? Yeah, loved it. Loved it to pieces. I'm actually using some of the ideas from it with my guys, right? Loved it. What holds people back from executing those ideas?
1: Fear of failure. That's okay. It. So if
0: I, if I take the failure out, like I, if I, if I said, okay, you, you're never going to fail,
1: they would do right. it. Right. So they then that comes
0: back to this. what if, what if the secret was to redefine what you consider failure?
1: Oh, that, that is the secret to it. Cause for me, so, so my, I've got a master's degree in uh, chemistry. So my, my background is oddly enough as crazy as it sounds is, 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 a, is, is like a biology chemistry uh, guy. And, 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 and I'm so grateful for that because I, I, I learned in that studies of testing stuff. And so I'm a testing freak. Mm. Like I test scripts, uh, against each other. And I do very detailed studies on these things. I, I structure what, what's the best day to call real estate agents? What's the best time? What's the best scripts? Uh, what's the best follow up look like? How often do we follow up? When do we follow up? Uh, when we got a prospect, how often, what do we say? What time of day? Um, uh, uh and, and so I'm a very meticulous person on testing stuff and, 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 uh, and, 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 and studying stuff. And it's, it's just, um, if we could eliminate the no failure thing, everybody would do it. Um, I got off on a little bit of a tangent there, and I'm not Yeah, sure. no. What I
0: what I what I want to do is I want to redefine. Like I know there's we 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 have the technical difficulty on LinkedIn, and we're on Facebook and YouTube right now, so I don't care. But this is gonna be recorded. It's 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 it, this is really critical. What I'm about where we're about to get into is redefining what you consider as a failure.
1: Oh, oh that's right. So on my on my testing. If something doesn't work out, I just go, Hey, that didn't work out. I didn't fail. That right. just didn't work out. I mean, that's like, dude, if I'm driving, if, if, if I'm driving up to beautiful Alexandria, uh, uh, Virginia, Virginia. To, to, to go hang out with you and I have a flat tire, that's not a failure. Dude, the tire just went flat. Hey, you mm-hmm. know what? Sometimes they do. And you know what? The more cars I have, the more motorcycles I have, the more toys I have, the more flats I'm going to have. That's how it works. Yeah. And so well, I, I guarantee you, nobody on this, it's, it's, very, it's very likely that I have more failures than anybody else that's watching this now because I, I, I do more stuff, yeah. right? It's also very likely, and, and I don't mean this in an uncool way. I, I, in most groups, I have the highest income, but in most groups, I have the highest amount of people telling me, no, thank you, no, thank you. No, thank you. So I've got this formula. It's offers minus no's equals money. Offers minus no's equals money. So if I want to make more money, I got to make more offers. Well, when I make more offers, I'm going to get more no's. Right? It's just how it works. And what most people do is they focus on how do I not get the no's? Hey, I'll give hmm. you a weight. I guarantee you'll never get a no. Make no offers. Right? Yeah. Make no offers. You'll get no no's, you'll make no money. If you want to make more money, there's only one way to do it. It's simply make more offers. And when you make more offers, you make more no's. I, I think so many people, they focus on how do I, how do I stop the no's? And um, I, I'll tell you something, man. And this, this kind of weirds me out a little bit. Yeah. So So when I meet with a real estate agent, about 16% will say yes and start doing business with me. Well, that, that's not a bad number because every time I get a yes, if that agent sends us a, a deal a month, right? And we make whatever, you know, everybody's different, you know, but let's say we make $3,000 per, per uh, closing. That means that agent's worth 36 grand. So every time I get a, every time I get an agent that says yes, I, 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 make, I make, you know, I can make 36 grand if, if we do what it takes to continue mm-hmm. having them refer to us. Anyway, so I close at a ratio of about 16%. If I meet with them for coffee or Zoom or however we do it, 16% of those people send me business. So that was my numbers today. Now, if I go back to when I first started it, you know what my numbers were then? Hmm. 16%. It's the weirdest thing ever. You'd think, all right, Carl, I've been, I've been doing this for decades, right? Hold on, but and I, want
0: to time, I want to talk about real quick because you got sixty percent saying
1: yes. 16, one, six.
0: Yeah, 16%, but 84% are saying
1: no. 84% say no. And I've made, think, I make a fortune. That, I, I literally win line, the lottery.
0: 84%. That's amazing. Yeah,
1: and I I literally I literally have the income of winning the lottery every single year, every single year, every single year, because I get so many no's. And I hear people say, well, celebrate the no's. Screw that. I'm not going to celebrate any no, right? I, I'm not going to celebrate a loss. But, right. but, the, but, but I will celebrate the the the, the wins and the, I know that the more offers I make, the more no's I'm going to get, the more money I'm going to make. And instead of focusing on how do I get less no's, I, I've spent the last 23, 24 years and my no rate, I don't know why that is, but it's exa- almost exactly the same does it drive you crazy as when man? I first started.
0: Does it, does it drive you crazy like you can't get to 18%?
1: You know, it, it, you know, what just drives me crazy is why is that number the same? Like why, I mean, either either A, I've gotten more crass and nobody likes me and it go down or I've gotten more seasons, more like it's the same. And and the funny thing is, is other people that's in our group that does the same thing, that number seems to be almost universal. That's like, uh, when, when we get referred leads, they close at about 25%. And when other people do the exact same thing we do, if they want, 10 closings for the month. They just simply need 40 referrals. Right. Right. That, that, that's all it is. And so the numbers for some reason seem constant. And so don't focus on how do I get rid of the nose? Focus on how do I make more offers? And, and the money will 100% come.
0: The thing that I've seen with you, Carl, is you're a numbers guy. Scaling um, up, numbers up, up, up. You know what I mean? Like if I make X amount, then this will happen. This pull through, this percentage. Yeah,
1: I'll, give, so you, I'll big, give you a number. Okay. If you get two referred leads per day, two referred leads per day, and we're going to assume you make somewhere around $3,000 per closing. Some are just brand new in the business and their BIPs are lower. Some are bigger houses. Some are smaller, banker, broker, whatever. If, mm-hmm. And if your numbers are different than that, just use it. But two referred leads per day at $3,000 per closing at a 25% closure rate, which is just okay. That's $500,000 in income a year. So, if somebody says, Hey, how do you make 500,000? No, wrong question. The question is, How do I get two referred leads a day? Once you yeah. crack that, you'll make the 500,000. So, yeah, and I'm a numbers get, guy.
0: And to get two referred two referred leads a day, right? Yep. Yeah. I have to get an. If I call 100 realtors, 84 realtors are going to say no to me. Hypothetically well, speaking. Well, I,
1: I can't say for you, but I can say for me, Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. That's exactly
0: Hypothetically right. Speaking, right. I mean, 84 no's, <laughs> yeah. 16 yeses. Eventually, that will roll into two referred leads a day,
1: which doesn't take long, by the way. And you're making half a million dollars. That's exactly right, and that's not that's not like like. like, And this is not like pie in the sky. I mean, because because like sixteen percent yes is not a phenomenal yes rate, and frankly, closing twenty five percent of our referred leads is not an off the chart high number. Right. That's it, it. Means that. Like, like on ours half of them are pre-approvable in other words half of our referrals are, are, are not we we can't do anything with them right they 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 just went 1099 they they have severe credit issues they don't have any money they don't qualify for no income and so only half of our referrals are are a good lead they might be great people but they're only half are good leads and then of the of the ones that we pre pre-approve, we only close half of those. The other half, they shop us. They end up not buying. Uh, their brother-in-law come to find out as a banker, like whatever. Mm-hmm. But so so our numbers of twenty-five percent and 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 seventeen percent are not like you know I'm 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 not like Anthony Robbins or Charleston Heston where I, I walk on water. Like my numbers are just average. I just do more of them than than most people.
0: So let me ask you a question then. In this, in, in this current climate where everyone, and I don't know how you're dealing with this, right? Everyone is, to me says, oh, Fab, we have an inventory issue in our market. We have, we have no inventories. The builders are, are, are lowering their rates on the in-house mortgage company with, that they're dealing business with. They're giving more incentives. No matter how many, I have 22 pre-approved buyers looking for a house. They can't find, find a house. That's not enough.
1: That's not enough. That's not enough that's it that's not a, that's not a, let, let me tell you something first of all in-house in-house companies capture about 22% of the business which means 78% of the deals in that in-house are going to people like me and you i'll mm-hmm. tell you something else we have to be careful of too words are spells words are spells so if i say something like everybody says yes and everybody says no and everybody's doing this and everybody's doing that let me tell you something everybody nobody all of them none of them those are very very big words. Yeah. And I yeah. will say is virtually never the case. And what will happen is we'll, we'll, we'll talk to three people and one set or, or those three say, no, thank you. And we go, well, this doesn't work. I had, I even talked to three people. Uh, you know, it doesn't, it's not enough. So if you got 22 pre-approved and you're not getting enough closing, number one, make sure you're calling them every single Thursday. And we do a thing called future casting where we get them re-excited about buying and uh, calling them every Thursday. If you're doing that and you don't have the amount of closings you have, just go get more. Go get more. Like find out, I don't know what your matrix is. Go find out what your matrix is. Like let's say, hey, I need, if I have 22, I get three closings. Awesome. Get 44 and you'll have six. Yeah. Right? It's just like, go ahead.
0: Does a loan officer ever frustrate you?
1: Does it what? Like
0: when working with a loan officer, do you ever get frustrated? Like the guy says, Carl, I just, I get I can't do it, or Carl, the formula is not working for me in, 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 in this particular market. In, no, no, in no. Wait, 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 wait. Let me,
1: let me clarify something. I've never had somebody say the formula doesn't work because the formula works. Okay. What's happening is they're not working the formula. So I tell them all, let me tell you something. You're not trying this. This is proven. Like this has worked literally thousands and thousands and th- I don't, tens of thousands of times at this point, right? You're not testing it, it's testing you. The question is, are you going to tap out? Uh, do you, you know, you know, I, I tell you what kills me, man. And somebody, somebody say, well, Carl, man, I'm, I'm just gonna have to go get a regular job. And I said, dude, if you treated this like a regular job, you'd be wildly successful and have that's, a six figure oh, income.
0: It's amazing. You know, amazing. And it, it's, the,
1: the, it's the freedom, the freedom that we have as loan officers is our blessing and our curse. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's our blessing and our curse. And so we have to, uh, we can't abuse that freedom. Like for me, it's man 9 to 11, Monday through Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 9 to 11, prospecting time, 100%. And it's not like I'm getting ready to or I'm, I'm, I'm searching online to who can I call. No, no, no. From 9 to 11, I'm on the phone. I'm making phone calls. You do that, and there is zero chance that you won't hit in the next 12 months a six-figure income. Impossible. Yeah.
0: So the, the funny thing is, is our business is not rocket science. It's not. Right. But it's, yet somehow, the some of the people in our industry have, have kind of made it a rocket science situation.
1: It's it's the smart people, like they're too smart. Let me tell you something. It's uh it's very very difficult. It's very difficult for a smart person to also be a good business person. I, I know that sounds mm-hmm. crazy, but I'm t- it is because yeah. they'll, they'll take a it. very simple process and they'll uh how can I make this hard? How can not hard? They can only think that. How can I make this, well, if that works, what extra things can I add in to make it work even better? And they haven't even done it the first way yet. Like yeah. they start, well, let me go set up my CRM first, right? Which a CRM is a great thing to set up, or let me let me go get my Instagram going, which is a great thing to do. or let me go let me go figure out this AI first, and then I'll start doing it, which is which is an okay thing to do just not until we're closing at least four, five, six loans a month. And then mm. we start adding those things on uh, one at a time. But until then, Man, it's just sticking to the very becoming brilliant at the basics. That's, that's really just the bottom line to all this It's just be brilliant at the basics and turn your brain off and, and just follow simple stuff. It, it, you know, in the industry, I'm kind of known as a guy that, uh, <laughs> I'll get people, they say, well, Carl, man, you're you, the way you take something complicated and make it easy is brilliant. I go, no, dude, you don't understand I can't follow a 15 step funnel. Like I get lost. I get chest pain. I, I'm not that smart. And so I get rid of all the clutter and I end up with this very little simple thing that I can follow uh, because I have this thing and it's a real thing. I'm not saying this to be humble. It's a real thing. I have what's called a low complexity ceiling. So something has to be really, really simple for me to be Mm -hmm. able to follow it. Right. It's the way my brain works. And, uh, and I used to look at that as a curse and then I found out, Oh, that's an absolute blessing. Uh, that I don't get lost in all the clutter. So for all of you smart loan officers out there, which is going to, which is just being honest, it's going to be most of you, right? You just turn your brain off, focus on what you know works and, and take a real look. Like I tell you an easy thing to do is look at your last 10 loans that came in. And whether that was yesterday or last week or last month or the last two years combined, like however long it was, right? It's all good. But we mm-hmm. all started somewhere identify how did I bring in those last 10 loans? What do they have in common? Like what did I do that brought them in? And we can't say, well, I close on time. No, no, no. Something happened for that loan to come in for you to close on time. Or I, 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 I do what I say I'm going to do. I get that. But some something, you did some activity to get those people to call into your phone uh, when you picked it up and said, can I help you today? What was that activity? Identify what that is and do more of that and... A l- less of or eliminate everything else, even if it looks cool and sexy and all the cool kids are doing it. Um, Do you yeah. think that loan
0: officers waste too much time processing a file? Yes.
1: Right? yes. Oh, and yeah. Following oh, dude, a
0: file. Absolutely.
1: Let me tell you how it works in my shop. Please. The phone rings, somebody picks up the phone and they say, Hey, I'd like to speak to loan officer Bob hey, loan officer Bob is helping another family right now, but he would not want you to wait. Let's move you to the front of the line. I'll start helping you now. They take mm-hmm. the application. They set an appointment for that borrower and Bob to review the, the, the application. Mm-hmm. And so loan officer Bob gets a notification. Uh, hey, you've got an application. Uh, we didn't talk loan program. We didn't talk rates, right? Because that, that loan partner's not to do that. Uh, Unless Mm -hmm. they're closing about 25 a month, then we have a loan partner help them sell the deal too. But in the early stages, no, just just take the information, which does not take a brain scientist, ask them their name, their phone number, where do you work, how long you've been there. I mean, this is simple stuff, right? So the loan officer sees the appointment, shows up at the appointment, and sometimes it's over the phone, sometimes it's on Zoom. Mm -hmm. Unlikely it might be in the office. Most of the time it's going to be on a Zoom type thing. Uh, They sell the deal the customer says yep that looks good to me i'll take that deal i i know that this is what i this is my uh, this is my monthly payment this is my cash to close uh and this is the the term of the loan 1530 like whatever it is right mm-hmm. and I go yep i'm in for that awesome and then the loan officer says is there, uh, is there anything that would prevent you, me from being your lender at this point point? and they go nope we're good awesome he then hands it off to the loan partner the loan partner then takes it all the way to closing and in that time, the loan officer are get, are going to look for another yes. That's where mm-hmm. the money is. And so we we so I think paper pushing, it's a it's a it's an honorable thing, it's a good thing. It certainly needs to be done. It's just for loan officers, you can't afford it. And you go, wait a minute, Carl, I don't have enough help. I don't have enough loans closing that I can get that kind of help. Help find three other loan officers and, and pull together. Like yeah. if if we're yeah. each closing, say two a month, get like four of us, because a good loan partner can handle about eight files using what I just mapped out, maybe nine, mm. maybe, maybe 10. So find, find mm. three other people. And, and I don't, when I say partner, hell, they don't even have to work at the same company, mm. right? You could do You could, you could work at mine and yours and then somebody else's and somebody else's and it's best if you work for the same company sure. or brand just for sure. the sure. LOS, you know, situation. But, uh, yeah, I've been says-
0: years ago, man. I've been in the business since 1994. I got in the my business man. in nineteen ninety four. I mean, with handwritten applications and good faith estimates and that kind of
1: stuff. Dude, I'm not worthy also, to be on this call. Good for you, man. I, oh, su- I suddenly feel stop. inadequate. I suddenly it's feel not- inadequate.
0: You, you, you are you are more than adequate, my brother. Trust me. But this guy said most loan officers will make eighty percent of their income off twenty percent of their of their efforts. 100%. Figure out what that twenty percent is fob, and you'll never fail. And that's literally 100%. what I started doing the first six years. Of my, I, I was a full time LO at that time, right? I just yeah. figured out like, if I have to hire this person, I'll pay them. I'll invest in this person. I'll pay them. This guy will do that. This guy, will, I mean, because it just, my job was going out. and This is what I should always tell people. Like when, when they say, what do you do? I would say, I tell dirty jokes and smoke cigars on the golf course. That's what I do.
1: <laughs> and that works. Right. I didn't. So I didn't say what, what brings in the last 10 loans. I said, figure out what it does and do more of that. So for you, playing more golf, smoking more cigars, telling more dirty jokes.
0: Yeah. That's it. I mean, yeah. I mean, it sounds so silly, right? But I mean, that's how you create the relationships that bring in the yeah. revenue. Because ultimately it's about yeah. bringing in the revenue, right? Yeah. We, we look at yeah. units, but it's revenue. Right. And to me, that's what you it know, was. You know, really like, what we are?
1: Uh, the, the most successful loan officers, what they really are is business development reps. Like, really? Yeah. And, and that's, that's, that, that's the most successful ones. That's what they are. And, uh, yeah, brother, I know nothing about processing a file, and when I say nothing, I mean nothing, brother. I haven't ran DULP ever, like not once in my entire career of tens of thousands of loans. I've never once ran. I've never. I never learned how because, and it wasn't by design. Just FYI, when it first came, because I've been in about as long as you. You've you've been in it a little longer though, brother. So good for you. But it used to be that we'd take a, a handwritten application. And we would fax it over to the underwriter and then the underwriter would send back, you know, the DU findings. Mm-hmm. Well, back in, I don't know, whatever it was. Oh, three, Oh, four, somewhere around there. Where we could start doing our own desktop underwriting. I was busy and my assistant Lori, I said, well, Lori, wh- why don't you figure that out and then teach me, I'm going to go get some more loans right now real quick. Right. Mm-hmm. And so gosh, it, 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 like my own personal production, uh, averaged probably about, I don't know, 50 or so loans. My, my best, my best month ever was 72, but on wow. average 40 to 50, I guess, you know, 52, somewhere in that neighborhood uh, was, was wherever. so what happened, we got so busy cause I was out there prospecting. I, I never learned the D U L P cause you know, I, I, Lori kept saying, Carl, I need to show you this. I said, well, I, I don't have time. I don't have time. And then I'd have time. I said, well, you want me to do this? She goes, no, go, go get some more, go get some more. And, <laughs> and so it wasn't by design. It was just like, It never happened because I found I made more money going, get new business and not learning how to do a piece of software. Like even today, like our CRM, I don't even know how to log in. I I literally have never seen our CRM. We have two of them. I write the checks for it. They're Mac daddy systems. I know the names of them. I I've never logged in once, but I know who, but somebody in my office does and they Mm -hmm. put up on my schedule. Hey, Carl call these people today. And here's the reason why you're calling these people and I just spend my time going from call to call to call to call.
0: Yeah, that's powerful, man. I I hope people really understand. I mean, this is like basic mortgage origination one hundred and one. What we just went through here in the last forty minutes.
1: It, it is. It just,
0: it's it's just to me. It's, it's just get or go with the fear. Don't be too smart and execute.
1: And remove the distractions.
0: Oh, remove the distractions. Thank you. No, Thank number you so number good.
1: number one thing: remove the distractions. Remove the track hey, I, I got something. I, I know we're coming up on uh, closing here. I yes. came up with this shocking uh, thing. I just got it in, huh. so this is the first group that I'm putting this to. I'm gonna. I'm getting ready to blow your mind. in it this may. This may. I'm, I, so I'm gonna sit here. I'm looking at a PowerPoint slide. Can, can I show a PowerPoint slide?
0: Um, John, can you share? Let's ask John if you can make that happen. I don't know. I Let's
1: think see. you can. Go
0: ahead. Hit, hit the present button on the share bottom. screen.
1: There. there you go. I think I just did it.
0: Nope. Is there a present button down there on the bottom? I think I should say present. It's like my mom trying to take a picture with her Apple iPhone. All
1: right. It it won't let me do it. It's it's, it's making me restart my screen. So, all right. So I'll I'll just read it to you here real quick. Okay. So cancel. So get this. So... So this is from the Mortgage uh, Mortgage Bankers Association. Mm -hmm. And the question was, how did you find your loan officer? How did you find your loan officer? So in other words, and this is all loans. This this is refis and purchases. Guess what the number one way that people found their loan officer was?
0: I'm going to guess referrals.
1: That's right. Realtor referral, number one. It was 35%.
0: Friend
1: and family, 27% 27% may be a good thing to write these down. This is this is remarkable. So because this is not going to end up how you think. It certainly didn't end up how I thought. 35% was real, was real estate agent referral. 27% was friends and family. Now that's both with purchase and refi. If we go just purchase, it's 67% real estate agent. Jeez. So 67% of all loans are closed with the loan officer that the real estate agent recommended. Hmm. Wow. Wow. Maybe I'll work on that. 67%. Wow. Wait, so here goes more. So now now we're going to go back to all loans, both purchase and refi. So 35% real estate agent, 27% friend family, 14% bank. In other words, I bank it, whatever, Bank of mm-hmm. Florida, hypothetically. Sure. And uh, I, I walk in there and, and I, I, I do the bank there. All right. Here's where it gets interesting. Online search, 11%. Really? So, like, yeah, they go on Google eleven percent. Oh. So, so it's real estate agent, friends, family, bank, online search. Other here's the shocker social media, three percent.
0: So hold on, Carl. I, I hear all these people saying that they're killing it on TikTok or Instagram reels.
1: They're lying. They're-, they're absolutely full of crap. I see their production reports. Really? You'll have one or two, you'll have one or two outliers. You know, because you're always going to have an outlier, and so if you'll notice, you'll hear the same story 50 times because it's 50 different people interviewing one person. So uh, three percent is social media. Three percent. Three percent. Three percent. Why? Why would would I? Now, do I do social media? I do. I do. But I can tell you, I know a lot of uh, top producing loan officers that are at like super high level. I can't think of one exception where this chart doesn't fall into place where every single top producer I know is either past database or realtor referral. Cause again, uh, where it said 27% was friends and family. That's why we market to our past database. Like they're, they're, they're friends. Like when we, we call our past database four times a year and we call our past database four times a year. Our, our, our call to action is, can I count on you anytime, a friend, family, coworker is looking to buy, sell, or refinance. And they say, Well, sure, of course you can count on me, Carl. Right. They, they all say that. And so, because I've reached out to them and asked them to refer their friends and family to me, they do. So, yeah. most of our loans that we get from our past database isn't with our past database, it's with their friends and family members, which falls right into place with that 27%. So, so again, it was. real estate agent, 27% friends, family, 14% bank, 11% online search, 3% social media, which by the way, which by the way, means that online search, getting on a Google search is what almost 400% more important than social media. Wow. And marketing to my past database is 900% more effective than social media so if you're not calling your past database four times a year you just hate money i'm just telling you
0: i, I would have never i would have never expected social media to be that low or along with, with with the yeah, the online yeah it, I, i'm telling
1: you brother it's it's the you ever read that uh that old child's book the emperor has no clothes yeah <laughs> that, that's what we're talking about here yeah
0: wow. so listen we are we are past our time carl i know we, we we took more time for you than you had actually promised us and i Still appreciate all the value brought to the show today. I Hope you come back, man. I hope you, you know, I hope you come back. I hope we get to get break some bread together.
1: It's, um, it's an honor to play in your sandbox, brother. Good stuff. I love your podcast, and uh, yeah, good stuff. So I appreciate you putting me on. I know I'm a little unconventional, and this might get edited out. No, about, man, I, I it's love all this good, because but, uh, it's,
0: me, it's just basic stuff. you know being I mean? basic. It, I'm an old school guy. There's nothing fancy about me other than this podcast and this music playing in my yeah. ear. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, great stuff. So brother, anyway. you're a
1: class act. Love what love what you're doing and thanks for what you're doing to the industry, man. You're making a Thank difference so and much. people are noticing and we appreciate it.
0: Thank you so much. JP, if you could do the honors and get us out of here, brother. Let's do
1: 45! 45!
0: Looks like Tom Duncan.
1: <laughs> Sounds like. Must be a duck. Jersey <laughs> girls are the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: the buddy years are back oh, shit. <laughs>